Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast. This is your host, KB. I'm a lifestyle designer, intuitive healer, and a creator of a wellness workspace called the KB Apothecary. Welcome to my world. We're cultivating a lifestyle environment based with quality of consciousness for all, here to unveil your authentic truth. What does that mean? listening to find out because we are all multi-hyphenate beings. So join me on the ride. It's getting deep. I am an absolute stickler when it comes to the products that I want in my house. And when I'm talking about products, I'm not just talking about any products. I'm talking about cleaning products. That's why I always like to choose branch basics, plant-based cleaning products, um, basically formed by three women on a mission, and their lives were transformed by the power of a truly clean environment. Branch Basics is their passion project to help others experience the absolute same, and I know I love it. I use it, the multi-purpose spray, for everything in my house, and now you guys can get a starter set by using JBHKB. You can get a little discount on me, 15% off, I believe, um, and free shipping on $39 or more. So guys, aren't you ready to start creating a healthier home? This is the place. Everything you need to replace dozens of toxic cleaning products just with one click. So check out branchbasics.com and promo code JBHKB, or you can simply go to my shop page at justbeinghonest.com. Remember, bean has no G, and click on the shop page, and there you are. Click on that link right there. Let me know what you get. I'm telling you, you're want. <laughs> you're going to want to get it all. Uh, I have to hold myself back sometimes, but it really does a number on all of your items. So don't take it from me. Click on the link and uh, check out some of the photos. All right, on to the show. My next guest on the show today, someone I've known for quite a long time, and um, she was actually on episode number 46. So she's a double, a double Pete, a double Pete on here. Um, we're talking about some really, I think, eye-opening, soul-opening, soul-absorbing topics today. We talk about pivoting and refining ourselves and our lifestyles. We talk about admitting our struggles to collectively heal, collectively heal as one, and collectively heal as a whole community right? That transform into worldwide healing, correct? We talk about past traumas and stagnant energy clearing. We talk about advocating your own healing. I think that's something we all need to stand up and start doing. We talk about her new guides to wellness and how you can get involved with that. And we talk about something I think is most vital and most important, the fact that Unlocking our limits is the key by releasing our fears. Did that make sense? I hope it does. Because if it didn't, 
you're going to get the whole spill and rundown right here, right now. You guys just turned on the Just Being Honest podcast. Buckle up, because <laughs> we're diving in deep. We're just jumping in here. Um, guys, we've got one of my favorite, most beautiful light beans out there on the show today. Um, I'm going to give you guys a little PSA first. Um, you know, Poppy Girl. I'm trying not to say her name. I can hear her munching in the background, but I gave her a little treat because she wants to be on camera too, and she's not allowed to be on camera right now. So um, without further ado, guys, the Just Being Honest podcast here. Welcome back. This is your host, KB, your lifestyle designer, intuitive healer, and just all things about creating a wellness workspace with a collective consciousness. So I'm excited for this return guest. Um, she actually was in episode number 46, which seems so long ago because this is episode number 159. Lauren, Lawrence Greggs Kennedy is on the show today. So Mercury's in retrograde. We'll see if sound and audio works, but Lo, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be back on. We've been uh, and I feel like things, mainly from my schedule and like COVID, because we had it planned when I had COVID, um, I just keep shifting. So I appreciate your flexibility. Oh, I'm so happy. You here. know what? <laughs> to be honest with you, flexibility is like the word of not like even the year, but like you know the past two years. Like, it's just adaptability, flexibility, which actually brings me, like, one of the questions I wanted to ask you, which is such a touchy subject for some people. But, you know, going into 2020, we had no idea what was going to happen. But going into 2021 now, like, what would you say your your word of this year is? If you had one word, what would you say that mantra word is? Oh, wow. I think that's a great question. I don't know if it's one word, but it's more like going with like being present and being like being willing to pivot and like content where you are because it's so interesting. So I feel like, you know, we just have so many plans in our mind and then it just doesn't turn out that way, which is the story of, I feel like it's just life, but also I feel like we all saw it in 2020, but just being content, like where we are and so many of us struggle with not being able to see people as much, not being able to travel as much, um, just like job changes, so many different things. So I feel like it's such an important um, thing, like just being present, being accepting of the situation, of people, empathetic towards people. Um, gosh, so many things now that you opened the can. I'm like, wait. <laughs> I know. That? Loaded, loaded barrel, like coming right at you. But to be honest, I mean, if I'm just going to be honest, you know, like I've learned so many things and especially someone, you know, like you, where you probably had 
all these plans. And I know you did. You had all these plans. We all did. We had all these plans. You know, I wanted to go to like little things like go to Italy or whatever. Or like I was opening up my heart again. And I had moved recently to a new town. And I was like, okay, now I'm inside alone. How am I going to be meet anyone? You know, little things like that. I'm not getting younger, yada, yada. But the same thing, like projects had to be on hold, you know? So like what a beautiful thing, you know? What would you say like one thing and that it's not just last year, but like how do you feel like you have been shaped? You, Jason, your relationship and just like even I'll throw this in there, like being a dog mama, you know, like how has your life changed? Oh my gosh, so much. I feel like this year, I was actually talking to a friend last night about this, but just how I feel like this last year was just so refining, meaning like it went kind of through the fire a little bit and just like took off the like fluff or like the unnecessary or just like refined us in in our character um just in the people that we're continuing to become and all this stuff and jay okay so jason is like very um social and very uh like an extreme extrovert and i am kind of in between i'm i would say i'm an introvert but i love being around people at the same time So, um, this last year was a real struggle for Jason specifically because of so many different things. But, um, one of the things just being, not being able to see people, especially at the beginning of quarantine. Um, and so I feel like all of this just brought us so much closer because I was able to just like really validate like his feelings and, um, we had like best conversations. I feel like it brought up deep conversations just because of the circumstances and um that was really sweet it was crazy because we have been researching getting a dog for like four years I think (laughs) and it's just so wild and so the time finally came we were renovating our house we kept pushing it because we weren't in our house yet and then the time came where we met our sweet little puppy and um we got him like right literally a month before quarantine started which was such a blessing that in disguise like he would be a blessing no matter what but he has just filled our house with so much joy and he's just so precious and loyal and it also brought out a new for us to learn a new kind of responsibility because it's just been you know we just like make decisions and do it like go to dinner whenever go out of the house whenever whatever it may be So it was just extra sweet to have like special time with Benny and um, gosh, so many things. I feel like we had a really difficult experience with the renovation of our house. Um, Not Jason and I, but our parts of our, the team, like the designer part. Um, And it was one of those things where I've been thinking recently about what a silver lining that was because I had to learn to do a lot on my own and I had no idea what I was doing, but just having to trust myself and really like seeing it come together was so rewarding. And so I think like now I'm super, I like developed this whole new passion for interiors and I feel like I trust myself in doing it. Um, That's been like a big one for me because I feel like our house was just so all encompassing and such a big project. Um, and just something that seemed so negative and frustrating was actually just such a gift in the end. Yeah, I 
can completely agree with that. You know, we had to become whatever the all-encompassing homebodies, whatever that means, you know, physical home, but then ourself, our own, you know, internal home, our vessel that, you know, our bag of skin that we carry around, you know? So I think that's like all goes hand in hand, but with that being like the decision maker, because I had to do, you know, similar things like where you maybe one time here or another were able to have help from someone else or check in with someone else about a decision. You were like, I have to make these snap decisions now. And, you know, even like the creative side, I know that can be very hard. Um, Even like with a dog mom, you know, you said we could do anything on a whim. I get you being a new dog mom myself. It's like you put someone else before you in all aspects and it's not easy and you learn that nothing is easy. But I just, I love that. And your house, I mean, I need, I need like a video tour someday. Like something that I relate to on the most is that like, I love just tiny little spaces, like just like the little sanctuaries right there. Yeah. So I can't wait for it. was interesting how like we're creating, I was like a physical home even though home can be so many, have so many meanings, but like, it was just interesting because I feel like the focus of this last year truly has been home and making your home a sanctuary and like accepting that your home has to wear many hats, like an office, your bedroom, your kitchen, like it became so much for so many this year. Um, But I think it's a sweet reminder for all of us just how important it is to create that kind of home, you know? Yeah. Whatever it may look like. Well, and let me let me ask you kind of a question. You may believe this, you may not, but what's your sign, your astrological sign, your sun sign? Guess what? Wellness week is coming. And you know what that means for you? That means a, a lot of good wellness products. I'm talking giveaways, folks. So if you want to get involved, follow along with me. You're going to have to tune into my Instagram account and also subscribe to find out the latest episodes here because I'm going to give away little clues about how you can win top names out there for free. So I'm talking Sun Potion. I'm talking Prima and Co. That's CBD, folks. You know I love a good CBD. So how to get started? First step, subscribe here to the Just Being Honest podcast. Rate and review for your chance to enter. And second of all, follow me over on Instagram at Just Being Honest KB. Remember, there's no G on being because uh, we're straight like that. Cancer. Cancer. Yeah. So cancer actually represents the home. So. That last year, actually, there were a lot of transits through cancer. So that was like perfect for you. And wow. yeah, I can so totally see that. I would love to like read your whole natal chart for you. But um, so anyways, I want to kind of like go more into this. And believe me, I am going on a path. We're getting to something. But I want to ask kind of last year, moving into this year, daily choices. Like everything yeah. is a choice and our choices what we're all realizing our choices that we make at each second of the day is what shapes us to the next step in our life right so what change what 
I guess you could say changes of choices or what like new styles of living, maybe that's self-care routines that you really had to become aware of and you just just said, okay, this is it. This is, these are the choices that I need to make in order of myself each and every day, not of someone else, but of myself first. Yes, which is so much easier said than done. But what I have realized is self-care, I feel like to so many can feel so selfish, but really it's making you better for everyone else, for what you're working on, just in every way, better mom, better wife, better friend, all the things. But, um, for me, so this year I've gotten really into learning how to breathe. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like so funny, but truly learning how to like open up the inside of my body. Um, so that's become just a huge part of my like daily awareness and also just waking up and a big thing I've been doing this whole year is just like opening all the windows in our house. It just like does something for me, just feeling like the fresh air, um, even just like how it improves the air quality even more inside your house um, and just kind of makes like the outside feel in. And then, um, oh gosh, I mean so many things. I think just, um, I think like, well, encouraging someone else is huge. Just being like aware of who comes to mind and reaching out in those moments. Um, But also just, I feel like there's been so much, um, so much focus sorry there's so much going through my head right now I'm like what it be but on like emotions that have been stuck in my body from my past experiences and really honing in on that so that's Mm. been a huge thing that I've been aware of now every day just like it's kind of part of my mental routine um but also working with this amazing therapist who um when it became like safe and when it felt safe to do that but um yeah just really like getting rid of like the snap stagnant things in my body, um, which could also be anything from working out to taking a bath at night. Mm. Um, those are all incorporated. Yeah. Into my everyday and just enjoying those moments, you know, a hundred percent. I agree with that. Um, it's so funny, you know, like, especially you, you're very, very much so in the public eye and so a lot of people even might perceive you and you may even want to like I mean even me like little old me I just sit around and I'm like I don't want to admit sometimes that I'm really struggling but it's like yes. maybe me admitting that that I'm struggling with something like can help someone else because we're all at the end of the day we are all one and we are a collective unit and if someone went over there like Billy is struggling, then we're all going to feel it unless we don't like realize that we can work together. But what you were saying with therapy and especially um, past traumas and stagnant energy that's within us, um, for instance, the book, The Body Keeps the Score, you know, I actually went through some um, integrative um, psychosynthesis body work, uh, very somatic healing, which I off camera, I'll tell you about that. And I'll tell you about the doctor. Amazing. He's, he's in your neighborhood, so you should hit him up. But it's just things like that. Like we have to realize that like, we have so much to serve out there besides just follows or 
um, likes or what have you. It's more about like collectively healing one another and like our mental health. Yeah. And I feel like even just during like COVID or just this year specifically, um, like definitely validating your own feelings and struggles or grieving or whatever it might be, but also in those moments thinking, who can I reach out to right now that might be struggling and grieving and all that just to like continually take the focus on your off of yourself when it's so easy to do because we're all like with ourselves so much right now. Um, but yeah, you're so right. Even just the perspective on every day and like viewing it in a way of like we are in this current time for a reason. Like we're each individually in this current time. And then um, I don't know, taking advantage of that. Like how can this, even if this hurts a little, how is it improving who I am as a person? Um, how maybe is this connecting me with someone else that I'm supposed to be in their lives and they're supposed to be in my life and so many things. But also with the vulnerability topic, I've noticed that so much with anyone that you talk to, um, where you share something very vulnerable, I feel like it just opens up the safety and the doors for them to be vulnerable, um, which is so cool. I feel like it's like contagious almost, like where it creates a safe atmosphere for other people and they they feel thankful because you trust them to tell them something vulnerable and then I feel like that develops a trust towards the other person too, you know? Yeah. I agree. It's like taking down that like first layer, peeling off the first layer of the onion, you know, and saying like, I am so multifaceted. Like I have all these like squirms and wiggles and whatever, like pungent smells and whatever, anything that encompasses that, you know, it's like, I am so multifaceted. So no, true. A hundred percent. But, um, okay. So like, I don't know how we got onto this like deep talk, um, cause I'm, I'm such a deep, <laughs> deep soul, right? I could just like talk forever about those things, but, um, let me see. What did I want to ask you? Okay. So one, one thing that I know the last time we talked episode 46, the clean sweep, right? The yes. clean sweep. And now you are on like your new relaunch of your website which mine is still in the works I thought it was going to be done remember I was like oh it's going to be done but you know things happen it's just I'm not a tech whiz and whatever it'll come right that goes into it yes for sure but I want you to kind of share that process with us kind of like building a house right you had to make these snap quick decisions and I know what a creative endeavor you are but um talk about the clean sweep Talk about how it's transformed because it may have started off as one thing and kind of transformed in another way. But also, I would love for you to share, you know, and if people haven't heard episode 46, you might want to kind of revert back to that as well so we don't repeat. But um, what kind of took you on your health journey in the first place? And and it may be different than what it was a couple years ago, right? Yeah, that's so true. I think... Well, so I grew up, long story short, I grew up in a very health-conscious home, which I'm so grateful for because I realized how rare that is just as I get older. Um, and just like a very healthy teaching of eating and exercise and all those things. 
Um, and so I just remember in high school and college, it was kind of a joke and there wasn't much information out about gut health at that time. So it just seemed like normal, but I was just bloated 24 seven, like no matter what I ate, I was bloated. So it was kind of just like me, it was like who I was. And in college, I was like, I have got to figure this out because it's so uncomfortable. Like it's just me and like, it's kind of painful when I'm bloated and I have to figure this out. And so I started doing almost like the elimination diet, but I had no idea what that was. I was just like, I'm going to find food that really like, like it's, it's easy for me to digest and whatever. So I, I figured it out and ate the same thing almost every day, which now I've learned is not the best thing to do because you want like more diversity. But, um, I was just like so desperate to just feel normal and, um, so got to that point, um, had a few other like instances, um, one in New York, just a health issue. And then I was in, um, my accident in 2011 where I was hit by a plane propeller and had a traumatic brain injury, lost my left hand and eye. And I just remember my neurosurgeon telling me it's going to take you five years to get back to your actual like normal energy state of energy. Um, and so I really had that in my head as like a timeline. And I remember during that five years, I met Jason, we got engaged and moved to LA, we got married and my energy just kept declining so much. And I was almost to that five years. And I just sat for a second and thought to myself, there's no way that I'm going to hit year five and just have like this abundant energy. I was like, there's no way. I was like, this is more just like my, my body's not operating properly and I want to really dig into this. And so uh, I started out with a naturopath and then uh, he was amazing, helped me kind of figure out the root, like starting out with the root of what's going on. Then I transitioned to another functional medicine doctor and we did very intensive gut healing, which was huge um, and just, yeah, it just like turned my life around in such a good way. Um and so then it just made me, I think, you know, when you see, especially when you experience something yourself and you actually see the results, you're, it just becomes a huge passion. And so I did a lot of like research myself in that process. And so I just continued to do that. And like, sometimes I'll go in waves of energy. I've gotten to the point where it's really good now, but um, <clears throat> just working on everything from emotions to yeah, heal, like trauma healing, um, physical healing, still just digging into that um, in certain ways. And yeah, it just kind of like, I don't know, my life just took like flight in that way. Like I just, at all things wellness, I'm just so passionate about. And um, in that time too, started developing some products. So it became like went into the other sector of clean products and then that can just go on for so long and it's so fun to dig into. Um, and so I just remember like getting so many DMs and questions, um, like what supplements should I take? What should I eat if I'm experiencing this? How do I heal my gut? Um, very like general things that I feel like a lot of people were desperate for. And so I thought I just want to create like a very simple, yeah, educational guide, um, to help people really start living clean and make it a lifestyle in every, every way, rather than I'm going to go on this diet for 30 days to lose 10 pounds or whatever it might be, but just having this healthy viewpoint of food, um, 
wellness, like overall in your life. And so that's when the clean sweep launched. So, um, it was a three month journey initially first month about food, clean living, second month about clean products, third month about practices. And it's been so special. So this is something that's happened this year, but my really good friend, Melissa, she lives in Annapolis, but we've worked together the last five years and she's just been like so incredible. And she has a full-time job and she got promoted, which is amazing. And she was like, whoa, I'm going to have to give my two weeks because I just don't have time. Like, I don't feel like I have the proper time to give a hundred percent to LSK and all this stuff. And so I was like, what am I going to do? But I, in the back of my head, I remember this happened probably, gosh, like close to seven years ago where a girl that was working for me had to go too. And I was like, what do I do? And I remember the next day, Melissa uh, emailed me and wanted to work together. So that's our that whole journey. And then the same thing happened. Um, this amazing girl, Libby, who's now become such a close friend. Uh, she's like, I call her my assistant, but it feels weird because I just like know her so well. But she is so brilliant with design, organizing everything, um, really like coming to help someone find like their true voice and like who they are and bringing it all under one umbrella. And so she has like, it has been game changing for me career wise, but more like personally, because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just, I don't know. I feel like it's all like, I feel like your whole life, like you as a person or like your brand, if you have a business that surrounds like passionate things that you love, it just is constantly being refined and um, she's just been such a gift to me. And so, yeah, we've renovated um, food products and practices and we're um, launching them like alone in one month um, courses, but we just finished the food launch and now we're starting to refine and redesign products, which is super fun. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of the the gist of the clean sweep, but I just hope that it brings people, like helps people feel like clean living is attainable. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because, you know, so many people feel like, I mean, I still get it all the time. You know, they're like, oh gosh, you know, like it's just too expensive to live that way. I'm like, guys, or it takes too long. And I'm like, I make yeah. beautiful, healthy things that are nourishing, full impact, in under 20 minutes and totally make it for myself like even my dog's food you know like I add like carrots and green beans and you know all the stuff and it, everything's attainable and it's just about telling yourself like this is who I am and that goes back to what you were talking about your relationship with Libby and that whole thing like it's not just a brand but it's more about yeah sure like you know I'm not you know, I'm not my work, whatever. Um, And I don't even like to call it work anymore, career or whatever, but it's like, how do I serve? Like, what's my purpose? And that's what makes my identity. That's why I'm here on earth. Like, how am I here to serve? And, you know, so going back to that, you know, this might be a loaded question, but like, if you could right now in your daily life, you know, say like, this is who I am, what would you say your identity was? Like if it was like a word or a couple words, like how would you describe yourself if you were on an elevator with someone and someone was like, 
who are you? And you had like elevator stance, you know? Oh, that's always the hardest question. Cause I'm like, can someone else answer that for me? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I think <laughs> I just want to, oh gosh, I don't know how like a, a noun necessarily to like describe, but kind of like what you said, my goal is just to help people feel like whole as a person. And that to me is wellness. Um, and so that's like what I want to create, whether it's sharing, like me being vulnerable about my own story and experiences to creating these guides to help people. But I, I tell Jason, because uh, I feel like we were very similar in this way. We're like, this is like the way, this is our, the way we like make money to support our lives. But like, we kind of forget that. And we're like, oh my gosh, we forgot. This is like, we're like selling this. And we just want to like give it to everyone because I feel like our passion like outweighs the bonus, which we call as like the money. I feel like making the money is more of like a bonus. We're like, Oh, amazing. But like, also I feel like it's, yeah, we just want to like help people so much in that way. Um, and I feel like what's cool. I've actually talked to my parents about this because they're marriage counselors and, um, they love like providing, for people that may not be able to afford it, but what they've done is actually just like minimize the cost significantly rather than give it for free. Because I feel like when someone pays for something, it like brings so much value to that, like, uh, almost like, what do you call it? Like investment in themselves. Yes. You know, I just had this conversation. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, also, there's just all that too, but um, I don't know if I answered that like properly, but just, yeah, it's almost like I want to be fully who I am in order to help and bring comfort to others. And that's very vulnerable because I feel like <clears throat> this last year in particular, something really interesting happened with me. So I have been so hesitant to like wear my arm without a prosthesis if it's showing like that long sleeves, like short sleeve or tank top. Um, it just feels so vulnerable to me. And it's almost like I've gone too long around some friends where now it just seems too late. Like it just seems like weird if I just all of a sudden don't have my arm on or something. Um, and this summer we were in Idaho for a few months and I have an arm that like looks like my everyday realistic arm, but I can swim in it too. So I have just the realistic one for like that I can't swim in and then the one I do and I needed to take it to the shop which usually takes like a week just to get it like renovated a little bit and because I'll get like a little worn so I was in Dallas for a week because my dad was having a surgery and I was like this is the perfect time to turn it in because I'm around my family and my friends here and I don't care about showing my arm in front of any of them so it was the weirdest thing, but normally it gets there next day. They get it done within like a week and send it back to me. Super easy. And there was like an extreme problem with the mail system. Somehow it got locked up at this UPS center that no one could like get into. And this sweet mailing company that I mailed it through, they were like checking in on it every day. Like it's not lost. It's at this place, but they won't let anyone get it. And so that was going on for three weeks. And then once it got to um, my place, it like, or the prosthetic place, it took like another couple of weeks because they got super busy. So I didn't have my arm for like a month and a half or any of my arms. And I was just like, 
in Idaho, you can go out on the lake, you can do certain things. And I was thinking to myself, do I want to just like limit the, these memories or do I want to just like show who I really am and go out without my arm and all this stuff. And it was this huge shift for me. It almost is like, um, when you're fearful of something and you do that fear, um, where it like helps you get through it. And I, I was just doing my fear every day and just seeing that, like, first of all, no one cares. Second of all, people truly love like who I am as a whole. And then also it actually created this safe space for like people, to, people were being like very vulnerable with me. Um, I think just cause it's like a natural invitation to be vulnerable. Um, and it was a huge, huge step for me, but that's part of like being who I fully am to like help other people. But it took me, it's been like nine years since my accident. It's taken that long to just break free of that. That honey, you did it. And so now you're probably like, like you're, you probably, that is probably what catapulted you to be able to start taking those deep breaths again and be like, I'm speaking my truth now. Like, Hey, this is me, you know? Cool. And I'm like, why does it matter? If you really think about it, it's just so funny how we personally put all these limits on ourselves because of fear. But then when you do it, you realize it's actually just you. Like, I'm just fearful. Like, no one cares. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's exactly. It, we are the only ones that are holding ourselves back from anything. Uh-huh. You just have to take yeah. the first step and go and just go for yeah. it. Dive in, right? Yeah. So – Okay, so I really want to, before I let you go, because we had a whole bunch of fun, but I really want to like, I really want to play this quick trivia game because I know, just like I am, everything that I could possibly ever want to watch is Friends. Okay? I I had a feeling. I love this. Oh, I know. Okay. So let's see how well you know Friends because... Some of these are really hard. All right, here we go. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, Rachel got a job with which company in Paris? Ooh. Uh, Ralph Lauren. Oh. No. <laughs> Louis baby. <laughs> I think that was like a later episode, though. Ralph Lauren yeah. was New York. You're right. I will say I'm horrible at little details. I'm going to preface that. Okay. Um, how many times did Ross get divorced? Three. Yeah, baby. Oh, <laughs> this one might be a little hard. What store does Phoebe hate? Um, Pottery Barn. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Okay. Phoebe's scientist boyfriend, David, worked in what city? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Kind of weird. Yes. Never really heard yes. of it. Yes. Um. Oh my gosh! Sounds like a tell- sounds like a cheese for some reason. Minsk. Yes, Minsk. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Uh, two more questions. Who pees on Monica after she is stung by a jellyfish? Jelly. Chandler. Chandler. Did? Yeah. I thought it was done too. No. Maybe they like both Chandler? tried. Oh, no, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Monica was going to pee on herself, and then she didn't want to, so she didn't let me. Okay. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> clarification. All right, you're totally going to get this one. I know this. Who – this because I love how she says it. 
Who is Joey's agent? Estelle. Estelle. Estelle, yeah. baby. Oh, my gosh. Well, you got, like, most of them, so you win. You win by far. It's so funny because, so my sister and then one of my really good friends, they are so good at detail. Like, I'm really bad at remembering names, like, things like that. They would kill. Like, if there was, like, a friends competition, I would want them both on my team because I, like, more remember, um, like, like, activities like like memories I guess in friends because everything to me relates to friends so I'm always like saying stuff and Jason's like please stop I don't watch like I don't know what you're talking about oh come on Jason well okay I'll come over seriously it's the best show ever they need to make more shows like that but with all being said my darling it's been an honor where can everyone since we're in the age of following where can everyone kind of snoop on you see little Benny boy and um Just see what you're up to. So at the Lauren Kennedy is my Instagram and I'm really active on Instagram. I just love, I'm not active at like, I don't scroll a lot, but I love like talking to people on Instagram. Um, and then Lauren Scruggs Kennedy com is my blog. Yay. It's beautiful guys. So Without further ado, we will connect soon in the flesh and bring the pups together and they'll play and run and have a good time. Next time I'm near you, we have to go on the beach. Yes, for sure. Okay, for sure. All right. It's been an honor, guys. It's been a pleasure. Um, Forward on to a friend. I know you're going to want to hear this content more and more and you have a friend down the street since we're all about friends here. So it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. Until next time, kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to give me a follow on Instagram if you do not already do so at just being honest KB. And I hope you have a lovely day. I'll see you next time.